Blog Talk Radio. Lloyd, are you there? I am. Okay, it said that your call was dropped. I'm just checking. Abe, you still there, correct? Abe? Abe? Okay, I guess that's the call that I dropped, huh? Oh, that's right. I can't even control whether she's mute or not. Let me see whether I can get her back on.
Okay, there we are. Okay, everybody's on again, and we're doing fine. All right, here we go. What a blessing. Well, hello, hello, everyone. This is Lady J here at the podcast radio show called Just Say It. And we are here on September 14th, 2022, excited about this podcast, about this show, about our special guest, about our special author. I am excited to be able to introduce you to a very special person that I met about 10 years ago. So, again, this is Lady J here at the Just Say It podcast show. Um, so glad for all of you who've come on, who's been interested in writing your book, those who's been interested in even um, purchase the book that we're featuring today. So I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome once more time as we get ready to go into our um, program. And so I would like to just say, her name is Ave Gozar. I met this amazing, beautiful woman of God about 10 years ago in Phoenix, Arizona. She has always had an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. And her desire to live as a world-changing Christian took her deeper into God's word. So Ave began asking the Lord questions, lots of questions. And through her, through his spirit, he led her into the scriptures to rediscover his word anew. Now with Ignite Your Fire, Ave shares what the Lord taught her from the Bible about what it means to live as a victorious Christian. So, here we go. So, meet God. I believe it to be the perfect place to start. Many ask Jesus into their hearts and God to take control of their lives. However, we know that a relationship is at its best when we step into or connect to one another. I would like to have us think about a question. How many of us really know God? I love how the chapter Meet God guides you and I into meeting God. The introduction (laughs) to Yahweh, Jehovah, our Abba Father, is an easy, beautiful read. So now, Ave, Tell us a little bit about you and how you (laughs) decided to write a book. Well, um, I, uh, the desire to write the book 
happened after my first visit to Israel back in 2008. Um, after nine months, um, I was already like thinking of writing, and I it's a good thing that my mom was there with uh, with us, and that kind of gave me time um, to do research and to start just. Um, writing on my computer and uh <laughs> and it just started from there really you know wow very neat yes okay so what, what okay so you had gone to visit on a visit on a trip so tell us a little bit about that first and how god even spoke to you about writing this book i guess it was it was i guess his his Holy Spirit, um, he just kind of like getting impregnated with his word. I was just immersed in his presence, in his word while I was uh, in Israel. Uh, that was my first time, 2008, and that was a blessing um, to be there, and it was quite a long time, so... It's been quite a while, and uh-huh. uh, but it had such an impact on me, and I don't know what happened. It's just like, you know, there's just something burning inside of me that wow. um, his word, his word needs to be to be shared. And yeah, take your time because this is fascinating. Yeah, Go the ahead. purpose for the book is to share it to a wide range of people, not just to the intellectuals. So that's why um, the uh, writing of the book, um, I use very simple words so that even children can read it and understand it. Yes. And also yes. the elderly can read it and can understand it. Because, um, you know, using high-sounding vocabularies, they may, might sound nice, but what's really more important is really the simple message that should be understood by all walks of of life. I love it. I love it. Because when I picked up the book and read the back of your book, when you talk about go deeper in God's love, and or the front of the book, wherever it was on the book, I just was reading the words, go deeper in God's love, embrace his purpose for your life, and live in victory every single moment. And it was like, wow. And you talk about how a person will enjoy a more intimate relationship with the Father God and come to know the unbelievable power that we have as a child. And as an heir of Almighty God, you have we've been set up for victory in every area of our life. Like, what? Wow. And Ignite yeah. Your Fire was shown a person, how to defeat the enemy and live in triumph. And I know there's a lot of books out there, a lot of great books that have been written about all kinds of ways to have a victorious life in God. But I thought it was very powerful that the first chapter, God, like what? Mm-hmm. Meet God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. so many people, they have Jesus in their life, God in their hearts, they go to services, they worship, do all these things, but they don't really, really have they really met God, you know? Um, like I once said, somebody can be invited into a person's home and 
they would have tell them, you know, make yourself at home, you know, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, whatever you want to be comfortable, do it, but you never get to meet the owner of the home. It can feel very strange and offsetting and very uncomfortable. So how many people invite this amazing creator of life <clears throat> through mm-hmm. Jesus Christ into their lives and never get to personally meet God. I mean, we go to church, we get all the services. Some people go to Bible studies, and you get into all this intense, deep study. But to really meet God, to have this mm-hmm. personal relationship, you know, that I'm talking about. I thought it was wonderful, your book on Meet God and that whole chapter. Um, my favorite part of the book is the armor, which we'll talk about a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. talk about God. And, I mean, we hear the scripture, put on the whole armor of God. How do you really do that? Mm-hmm. And what is the book? We hear about the parts. We heard about the parts being described, like the belt of truth, you know, and the shields of faith and the sword of the spirit. But what, what does that really mean to an everyday person, a lay person, a person who's not into deep spiritual Bible study? So I thought it was just wonderful how you've written um, about all of that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Chapter 1 and about um, when you wrote Chapter 1, did you have did you have any kind of feelings about Chapter One. <laughs> I go ahead about meeting I, God. Yeah, I just uh, just came to me that a lot of people want to create their own God in Ooh. their own mind. Like they want to say, "Oh, God is this," because I want Him to be like this. It's kind of like uh, they're using God. To serve them <laughs> instead of us serving God. And that is yeah. because of a understanding of who God truly is. So wow. um, even in the scriptures, when he first gave the covenant to the people of Israel, to the nation of Israel, the first thing that he gave in the, uh, the Ten Commandments, which is the Ten Words or the Ten Matters or the um, uh, the Ten uh, uh aspects um, of the commandments, the the ones that are really very important in the covenant were written by uh, God himself with his own finger. And the number one thing was he introduced himself. That's the first thing that he, he introduced himself to the nation of Israel. He even introduced his name, uh, Yahweh, Yahuwah or Yahuwah, however they but it's your day. Yes. He wants his people who wants to who whom he wants to have covenant with to know him personally. So we need to meet him, uh, and we have to know him as he introduces himself to us, or as he wants us to know him, his real person, not the kind of God that we wanted uh, or we create in our imaginations so that's why um, I believe that you know it's very important to put this as the first uh, chapter so we can um, correct our misunderstanding of God and so we start off at the right you know kind of uh, when we first meet uh, a friend we have to start off right and yes I believe that's why 
that first chapter came about. Mm. I love it because when we do meet people, what is the first thing we find out is their name. And what, yeah. you know, and so knowing God's names and we know that he has, we have so, we know that he is, oh my God, he's so almighty and he has so many names, but he did introduce us by his name, the great I am and who Yahweh, you know, who he is. And it's so important to know that, to be able to know that he's our father, he's our Abba father, he's our, you know, we people have, and people talk about the names of God all the time. And they know mm-hmm. the names because you can know the name of someone and not know them. You can right. know where they live. You can read stories all about them, what they do, what they don't do, what they're like, their personalities, the characters. But to really meet and to know God, I just think it's just well written. I really appreciate, I really love um, this book. I'm always in it. I have bookmarkers all over the place <laughs> mm-hmm. because I go back to it and I look at it and I read it. And so, and of course, we're going to discuss a few minutes part of this book because I want people to know, get this book, get this book, get this book. It's so wonderful. Had I had this book when I first became born again, oh, my goodness. I've been, you know, I gave my heart to God 60 years ago, mm. 60 years ago. And, of course, wow. there have, I have been under erroneous teachings and misunderstandings, and I never turned God into my own version. However, you know, you can get so many teachings that's not correct depending on the person who's teaching you. So to be able to, and I mean, I know there are a lot of fabulous books and wonderful, powerful books out there that people have and they read. But after being um, um, a child of God for 50 years at the time I met you, I just thought it was one of the most clear the most amazing, the most simplistic, easy, clear um, explanation, explanation, and I guess you can say um, information about God Mm -hmm. and about who God is. So then the armor of God, putting on the armor of God, to be able to know what that means and how to walk in that, it's just been beautiful. So is there one of the pieces, I just want to just call you out. <laughs> is mm-hmm. there one of the pieces of armor that you love to talk about right now? Well, I won't pull you, I won't, I won't put you on the spot. It doesn't have to be your favorite part. But is there something that you could share, one of the parts of the armor that you would love to share a little bit about before we go uh, to our next yeah. session? <laughs> well, yeah, just like you said, um, in the, the armor of God is actually our King Yeshua himself in all different uh, parts. Like the helmet is still King Ye- uh, Yeshua, the the breastplate, all of the, every part of the armor is our King Yahushua. It's kind of like wearing the armor himself is actually wearing Yeshua um, ourselves, yes. being Yeshua in us. Uh, but my most favorite part, if I have to choose a most favorite part, because I love all of the every piece of the armor because every piece yeah. is our king king Yeshua. that's why i said i didn't want to put you on a spot and make you pick the favor but just just talk about one <laughs> yeah if i have to talk about one it's going to be the the prayer um the armor of prayer because that's the communication that the thing that really um reminds me is when king our uh, yeshua said you know watch and pray because prayer, the importance of prayer is really um, 
our communication with our Father is very powerful. Like when you say, Father, help, and then the help just arrives there because actually we're surrounded by angels already. And just, you know, by asking, Father, help, I need help right now, and he's right there. Just like when King Yahushua was that night when he was about to be arrested, you know, and actually the betrayer, the traitor was there already with with the soldiers going to um, arrest him that night in the garden, uh, in the uh, Mount of Olives. Um, and then one of his disciples got the ear of one of the servants of the high priest. Yes. And then he's, you know, uh, put back the sword uh, back to its sheath. You know, don't you think I can mm-hmm. call my father with just one and then he will send legions of angels? So, yes. and we remember that one angel can, you know, kill 85,000 Aramean armies, you know. Wow. And so, for me, the most important part is really our connection with our Heavenly Father, and that is prayer. So, because prayer wow. is easy access, direct access to our Heavenly Father. That's why prayer. And prayer, is, it comes in different uh, we can pray um, different ways. You know, we make some long-winded prayers. We can make some quick breath prayers. Um, you know, when yes. you are in a very um, dire situation, in dire need, you're probably um, really in a very um, dangerous situation that you need. You don't have time to make yes. long prayers. But a quick yeah. prayer, Father, just simple like that. And there's there so many times already in my life where I just said, Father, help. And then, you know, um, the evil spirit went away. And, you know, there's an attacker in the spiritual realm uh, attacking yeah. me, really choking me in the spirit. And I just said, Father, help. And then it just went away. And then also Amen. there's an instant physically when I was like walking in the street and it's dark and then there's like a robber who was like after me with a knife and I just say, Father, help. And then there's all of a sudden there's just somebody who's riding a bike and then just passed by, you know, and then wow. scared away that robber. And things like that, you know, and it's just mm. like a breath. And knowing that you have, you're thinking of the Father, you need help, and he's right there right away. Yes, angels. So to me, all every part of uh, of the armor is very important, but the prayer part is really. Um, uh, if I have to choose one, then I choose that prayer part because Amen. it's our connection. Uh, we're right here. Uh, we will be in His presence, and His uh, His presence is uh, right there with us. And in his presence, we are actually safe. We'll be safe. Amen. Oh, my gosh. But, oh, wow. See, I, you, so, you know, so you, all you, what you did was, because I was like, okay, what is she talking about? Because I've been reading this book over and over again for years, and I'll be picking my favorite parts. But you said something that's making me go into this book now. I got to go find some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wonderful. That's why I love it. Okay, so we're going to, uh, for a few minutes, we're going to um, take a 30-second break right now as we switch into okay 
our second part, but you can hang on. Stay right there. Okay. Okay, everyone, thank you for hanging in there, holding on, and um, for being part of our first part of our conversation with Ave Gozar, the author of Ignite Your Fire. I'm, just, I'm telling you, my book stays right next to me. I, look, I read her book all the time. She laughs because I, for years I've been calling her excited <laughs> every time I read something because God has truly touched this woman to write this book, and she's not a pastor or a minister or anything like that a pastor's wife, a first lady, she was just, I mean, just wonderful. I mean, she's a nurse. <laughs> she's a nurse. <laughs> she works at a hospital. <laughs> and she, God, just blessed her to write this amazing book. So at this time, we're going to do something called Marketing with Ave Goes On. And I'm going to, I want you to, um, our um, my um, partner in publishing, Floyd Allen, is an author and educator who has been in the Valley of the Sun since 1976. And in 2001, he became the Bible guy on TV3, Channel 3's Good Morning Arizona, where he appeared regularly until 2005. Along with his wife, Clarissa, Floyd produces an online Christian magazine, God's Good News Gazette, and manages their publishing company, Morgan Wynn Publishing. Morgan Wynn Publishing has been helping authors get their books published for over 30 years. And in that time, they have produced dozens and dozens of titles. A self-publishing company, they ensure that an author's book is presented to the public exactly the way the author wants it to be. Extremely reasonably priced, they make the publishing experience both enjoyable and exhilarating, something to be looked for, to look forward to and not to be dreaded. Because I tell you, <laughs> we know what it's like when we're not sure about situations. We connect with people and we want to get things done. And I have met so many people who have connected to so many um, publishing companies and things didn't work out. And so not so with this situation. So what I'm going to do is bring Floyd Allen in and ask Floyd if he will share some marketing ideas with Ave. Okay, so um, Floyd, um, if you will just come on in. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. I, I'm more than happy to discuss marketing with Ave this afternoon, Jacqueline. <clears throat> um, let's Blank start by finding out what marketing Ave has already done so far. Well, um, 
in the past, <laughs> I did open up Facebook account uh, for that. Um, but to be honest, I really stopped uh, marketing my book uh, uh, for, you know, I've marketed for only maybe two, three years. And after that, it kind of fizzled out <laughs> and I stopped uh, marketing my book. And it's just recently that Lady J um, gave me a call and kind of reignited again my desire <laughs> to do so. <laughs> it's kind of like, and I'm so glad that she did um, because it was kind of like out of my mind. And now, um, so that's all I did. Actually, it's just by word of mouth. I was just talking to my friends and family and uh, um, Facebook before. Um, and that's it. All right. <clears throat> well, let's do this, Ave. Let's proceed as though you just published your book. And we'll go from there. Now, the first thing that an author should do is to send out a pre-publication flyer where they offer to sell their book at a reduced rate to all of their family and friends. Um, how many books did you sell to your family and friends, Ave? I could not remember. It's been quite a while. It was uh, since 2011, and probably I sold after, you know, 2015 and no no was it something like no 1990 um yeah. i could not even remember now <laughs> yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah somewhere there so i could not remember the the date anymore floyd i'm uh but um uh i could not remember too how that that's quite all right i i'm not trying to put you on the spot but yes, you did. Yes, remember, you did. yes, you did. Yes, you did. But what we need to remember is that the family and friends are an important target market for an author because most of them will want to read the book. And in selling to them, it helps build confidence as a salesperson. We need to remember, Ave, that financially successful authors are not the best writers, but rather the best marketers. Wow, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. That's so true. Because so many people have written books and started business and everything, but they don't know how to put themselves out there, which I'm sure, you know, if you're a nurse or a teacher or a hairdresser like me, (laughs) how do you know how to sell a, you know, market a book, right? (laughs) That's, That's exactly right. So you have your book now and you've sold it to your friends and family. The next thing that you need to do is get permission to announce to the members of all the groups that you belong to that you have, in fact, written a book and that it's for sale. Mm. Now, this could and should include your church, the place Mm -hmm. where you work, and even the gym that you work out at. Also, you should get permission to sell your book on a specific day after that announcement is made. For example, my pastor allows me to sell my books after church on two Sundays after I've announced that it's been published. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea to maybe write a letter and send a complimentary book to maybe a pastor or a um, 
or a, a rabbi or whoever, and it can be given to the person or persons in charge of evangelism mm-hmm. because although anyone who reads this book will gain knowledge, new converts will really love this book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now, Jacqueline, you're leading us right into the next part of marketing where books are concerned. At this point, we've been selling the book to people who will buy it because they know and have an interest in you. Once you've contacted all those people, your next goal is to sell your book to people who are interested in the context of the book. The first thing that needs to be done here is to determine who that target market will be. And you do this by asking the question, of all the people in the world, which ones would really be interested in or would really be benefited by reading this book? Now, Abe, who would that group of people be in regard to your book? Well, I'm thinking of possibly some teachers, you know, who would teach the book um, and use it as something where they could discuss things, you know. Oh, Bible and teachers, yes. Bible teachers, yeah, something <laughs> like that. I think that's an Bible excellent Bible? idea. Having okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Another boy. thing that you could do, yeah. Another thing that you could do, and and uh, probably Jacqueline can help you at this with this at a later date, rather than taking up time here on our podcast. But you need to determine people that you can reach, as she just said, that are new converts, and who would really be impacted by this idea of igniting their fire for Jesus. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, because I was thinking about um Gloria, you talking about um the, you know, the it'd be a good idea to offer the book at discounted prices because they attend a seminar that we could probably put together with her. Exactly. And that really is the next step. You need to find out a way to meet with people and tell them what's in this book and a good way of doing that is by giving lectures or seminars on the topic with the idea that at the end of the speaking engagement, you will be selling your book. So as, as Jacqueline alluded to earlier, if you could send out copies of your book along with a letter to various pastors, to very, various uh, local evangelists in your community, to people who deal with, with new Christians, uh, maybe it's uh, an AA group, or maybe it's someone oh, of that magnitude. Yeah. You can get together with them and show them how to fight these addictions and how to fight life's battles using the armor of God, um, actually knowing God instead of knowing of God, as you indicated in the first chapter. There are so many things that you can do, but as you can see, there's more work involved in marketing a book than there is in writing a book. Yeah. Wow. Because I was thinking yeah. about to have three possible ways to do seminars, Ave, maybe online, of course, and in person here in Arizona and in person in Florida, connecting with groups and organizations at places of worship. And remember, we're looking for those who want to ignite their fire, you know, and mm-hmm. you can, we can plant something amazing maybe within the next two years at both of these places as well as create an online, um, mm-hmm. you know, course. A, a seminar about um, the book 
and what's in the book and what it does, you know. So um, that would be good. So, Joy, what is, what is usually something that's done at a seminar, um, which is different than maybe a, a, a speaking engagement, supposedly? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I like to do when I do these is I like to announce to the people when they're there that, you know, I have my, I'm going to have my book for sale after the meeting. Um, and because you've attended the seminar, I would like to offer it to you at this reduced price. Okay, and, so and a major of part of marketing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say a, a major part of marketing is pricing your book so that you can offer a discounted or a reduced price and still make a profit on your book when you do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, what kind of seminar could somebody have who's not necessarily a a a a, a great uh, author who's going around writing books and you know. Um, and doing this as a lifestyle, but somebody who just happened to write a great book who happens to, and she's a beautiful nurse and, you know, maybe somebody like me who's, who does hair or somebody else who does that or is a teacher, they're not, this person has just happened to write a great book. What kind of seminar could somebody like her have, what could we have in order to promote a book that we've written? Well, Jacqueline, I know you are very good at establishing book clubs. So one thing that Ave could do in her local community is to go online and research, are there any book clubs, especially Christian book clubs, in her community? Then she oh, could yeah. contact the leaders of those and make arrangements to go as the author and speak about her book there. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. There are organizations that specialize in people who've written books and just want to share. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yes. Another thing idea. she might... Another thing she might want to do is, again, go online or, or however she does her researching and find out if there's any writing clubs in her community. Because yes. writers like to get together with other writers and discuss various aspects of producing and marketing the book. And in doing that, you might, be again, get more leads from those individuals who say, you know, this group likes to have and come a speak, have us come speak, or or whatever that case may be. Another thing is, a number of churches, I know my church does, has a basically a women's ministry group, and they're always looking for speakers to come in and talk to yeah. them as well. Mm-hmm. That's okay, that's a good idea. Women's group, yes. Okay, organizations. So it wouldn't just have to be your own church, Ave. It could be other churches in your community that you might be able to contact, find out if they do, in fact, have a women's group that meets on a regular basis, and then contact the leader of that group and make arrangements to give a short presentation and be able to have your book there at that time. Mm-hmm. That's I like that. a good, good idea, yes. Yes, that's a good idea. I like that, yes. We're going to take particular things in the book and specialize, you know, um, um, I should say focus on a particular thing, like the, focus on the armor of God and focus on the different parts. A lot of people talk about that, read books on that. But to really have a book club or a, a, a conversation piece where you can come in and do a little bit more, info, you know, reading, and people will buy the book so they can, you can do a little conversation like you did about the prayer. You can talk about the important, mm-hmm. web, you know, that important part of prayer, and then they can get the book, promote the book, and they can buy the book and study the other parts of the armor. I love it. Thanks, Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Floyd. 
appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Now, there's one last uh, uh, avenue of approach here, and I'm going to confess to you that this this is my weakest avenue, and that's social media. Mm-hmm. Somewhere about twenty twenty or about uh, twenty oh five, I lost track of what's going on in social media. <laughs> but I do. I use Facebook. I know you can use Twitter. I know you could go on YouTube. And when you go on YouTube, what you might want to do is just post a one-paragraph reading mm. on YouTube. And if you do that, if you take a chapter, every chapter, and you pick out what you think is the strongest paragraph in, the, in, the, in that chapter, and you go on YouTube and you read that chapter – and say, join me next time when I give you a paragraph from chapter number two. And then chapter oh, number like three. That. Then you're, you're hooking people with YouTube. And I'm sure there's a way that you can arrange it where they could contact you and order your book through that particular avenue as well. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yes, me too. Because yes. I'm, I'm right here, Ave. <laughs> People yes. find it hard to believe Ave, but I'm more than just another pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And like I said, Floyd That's was saying, you know, yeah, the prep, you know, to be able to do that. Um, I love it. I love that. Usually, like Floyd says, usually people do this before they publish their book. However, I think it just doesn't matter when, when God gives you a word and it's, you can apply it any time in your life that it will always work. You know what I'm saying? And we've got a whole nother market. It's been 10 years. A lot of people don't know about you. So it'll be like a brand new, you know, store opening up. <laughs> and people get to find out about who you are and what you do. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Um, I was introduced to this book, like I said, over to eight years ago. And I believe anyone who wants to know and understand God and their salvation and what being spiritual is all about in the most simple way, they should get this book. I have been, like I said, had a personal interrelationship with Yahweh, Jehovah God, for 60 years. This book has blessed mm-hmm. me to have much more clarity about what being saved is all about. And I thank you, Ave, for your sacrifice and obedience to write this book, Ignite Your Fire. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your encouragement, Lady J. <laughs> Wow. Well, we usually at this time take calls and um, questions. So we see that we don't have anybody that's on right now for that. So what we're going to do is we're going to, obviously, you have your final comments about the book. Um, what I'm going to do is for anybody that wants to purchase the book, what should they do? Should they contact you? And they can contact me, and we can yeah. um, probably send out an email. I'm going to attach an email to the um to the podcast as we send it out, um, people are going to be listening to it after we finish this live comp- this live show, and we can put on it where they can contact you and contact me to actually purchase the book. Now, anybody yeah. that reaches out to us because they've listened to this podcast, we can give them a discount. Yes. So, yes, so, um, so any final, any final comments? Well, I just want to give um, – Thanks and glory to our Heavenly Father. I want to also Amen. thank you, especially uh, Lady J, and also um, Mr. Floyd. I I really appreciate your pointers. Um, it's a, quite an eye-opening, and Lady J has been, you know, an, such an encouragement for me. 
And this is, that's all I, you know, want to say for now. And I really, okay, really perfect. appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Any last words, uh, Floyd, as far as for any uh, marketing and um, selling, your, you know, marketing your book and what you need to do? Any final sayings or words? Uh, I think just one to, thought. Anybody want to contact you as well for marketing, you know, for doing, I mean, mm-hmm. not for marketing, however, for, you know, learn, for getting your, um, you have a book you can share with people or information maybe if they want to get some counseling um, or some um, advice from you, um, can they yeah, reach I would out be to you glad to have them well? I would be glad to have them contact me at morganwindpublishing.com. Okay. If, if they would send me an email there and tell me what they're interest, interested in, then I can get back to them and we can set up an appointment and do uh, whatever it is that they would like to have us help them accomplish. The last thing I would like to say to Ave is, Ave, have as many planks in your distribution platform as you possibly can. Do as many of these different different avenues of approach as you can. Okay. Okay, Okay, that's really good. Yes. Thank you so much, Ms. Floyd. It's uh, very helpful, you know, all those pointers. Some of them I might not be too good at, but I can start, definitely. <laughs> well, what I've discovered, Avi, is you don't get good at something until you do it. Yes, Amen. True. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone, for coming, for listening to the show. We pray that you've learned something, you've found out some things, you've heard some things about wonderful Ave Gozar. Get her book. Um, listen to the podcast, spread the word, share the word. We're going to actually put together a book club so that you can be part mm-hmm. of it live. We're going to do, Avi and I will be talking about some things in the future. Um, and we're just going to do it at her pace. We're going to do it, you know, what we need to do. But we want to get these books out in people's hands because we want people to uh, know God intimately, to mm-hmm. understand how to walk in victory, how to embrace your purpose in your life, and then how to get deeper, go deeper in God's love. So thank you so much for being a part of what we've been doing. We appreciate you. Enjoy the rest mm-hmm. of your day, your week, your year. For those who, um, you know, who are first time joining us, we appreciate you. All right. Have a great evening. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs>